This is Tyson. And this is Seth. And this is Brass Tax, the podcast where we get down to the origin and meaning of sayings that we hear constantly. Sometimes not so much. Well, yeah, sometimes not so much. But we uh, we we attempt to get down to the brass tacks and uh, figure it out. Yeah. Follow us on all the socials. Uh, shoot us a text or an email at thebrasstaxpod at gmail.com if you've got any suggestions uh, or phrases you want us to cover. And click that follow button. Don't miss an episode. We keep these short so you can listen to them on the way to work. Listen to a couple at a time without getting bored. So go ahead and subscribe. All right, let's get to it. This is Jack of All Trades. Enjoy. Hey, Tyson. Yeah. This one, Jack of All Trades, near and dear to my heart. Uh, for a couple reasons. First off, because I kind of identify as a jack of all trades sure. because I don't, I haven't committed to master anything. <laughs> I listen, I think that you'll know when to master it when you just fall in love with something. But that's the thing though. I fall in love with everything. I know. And then and I, I, you know, know. I've noticed that about you. Like yeah. ever since I've known you, it's always been like, hey, I'm going to try this. Yeah. <laughs> it was, I think, let me think back. Okay. So we first met, I think. The first thing I remember you really got into was hmm, there's a couple things, but I think it was blacksmithing. Yeah. 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 And I uh I still haven't even done it. Oh, you have? <laughs> no, but I am I remember, fascinated like, by it. I remember at work. Yeah. At T Mobile spending hours yeah. on the computer, like just finding researching. and researching. Yeah, how to temper different metals. Well, and it's funny because actually one of those one of those things is is in our uh, episode ideas. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know if you remember this, but nice ring to it. Ah, you remember yeah, that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's uh-huh. in here. Okay, uh, so it'll come up again. But right on, that was on there. Yeah. So, um, see, I, I, I like I like this phrase quite a bit. Um, I'll start off with the the first thing that any anybody in the idiom world um, that, that delves into the meaning of these things uh, will brag about knowing, and that is the full version of the phrase. Mm-hmm. A jack of all trades is not complete. Nope. Uh, the full phrase is, a jack of all trades is a master of none, mm-hmm. but oftentimes better than a master of one. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Okay, I I've always heard jack of all trades, but master of none. Yes, I didn't know that last part. It go, goes in, yeah, it goes in phrases. So everybody says jack of all trades. Some right. people say jack of all trades, but master of none, which was used as like a diss. Yeah. Right. But the but the full uh, the full phrase is a jack of all trades is a master of none, but oftentimes better than a master of one. I can I can see that. Yeah. Yeah. Me too. Because if you know a little bit about a lot of things, mm-hmm. but one person only knows one thing about one thing, mm-hmm. or knows a lot of things about one thing, exactly. Okay. So this one went through a little bit of uh, of a progression. It was uh, originally, and this is from Forbes, so I I trust this, but we'll get into uh, something back in the late 1500s. But regardless, um, Forbes says the phrase was originally used to describe a playwright who was always hanging around the theaters. He would help with the stage, set the costumes, set the set, remember lines, try directing, he would act. Any idea who I'm talking about? Uh, Would that be Mr. Bill Bill Shakespeare? Shakespeare. The one and only William Shakespeare. Hey, Uh, I'm going to pause you right there. Go ahead. Have you ever wondered? Probably. Why some names have nicknames that don't make sense? Yeah. So I learned one today that I 
didn't know about. Is it Dick and Richard? No, but that's a weird one too. I no, but here's one. I don't. Maybe you know this one. Um, apparently, Jack is a nickname for John. There's still four letters. I bro. know. <laughs> like it's not any shorter. It doesn't yeah. make any sense. We're, we'll actually get. It. You know, I'll jump around and I'll, I'll meet you there. Okay. Um, Jack uh, was used to mean common, average. Uh, like a common man, just like an average man. The reason we see Jack in some professional titles, Lumberjack. Uh, uh, there was another one I hadn't heard of. But so it was a, I guess maybe they're, it's not a nickname. They're like interchangeable because like John like man. Doe. Like, like, yeah. like it's just like a common, just a common name. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. There, there were steeple jacks that would build steeples for churches. Oh, right. Um, and, then, and then a few other, there were like four or five other names of titles that we would never use now. But sure. Like a, whatever jack or a jack this or jack that right um so yeah i can totally see that jack being short for john uh, not not for the name itself but for just like i ah, common, common yeah guy. just common jack john yeah whatever. yeah big regular dude. okay so um anyway i said there was something that was a little uh i can't remember if this was older or newer but in nine in 1592 uh this guy robert green used the phrase absolute johannes factotum uh, it was in a booklet he wrote. He seems like a fun guy. Worth of wit. He's kind of, I don't know, he's kind of rude, I guess. He was dismissively referring to William Shakespeare, but he was using it negatively. So, so the phrase absolute Johannes factotum was uh, a, a John, so Johannes meaning John or mm-hmm. Jonathan, factotum meaning secretary derogatory mm. uh, in a derogatory term. But um, some people have also used factotum as like a, uh, like various interests, like covers everything. Okay. Um, uh, an older, and kind of, I don't know if it was derived from this or showed up at another time, but another word for all of this was a Johnny do-it-all. Ah, okay. Yeah. So that's where the absolute Johannes factotum came from was the Johnny do-it-all, also known as a jack of all okay. trades. So John, Jack for the common man, do-it-all. Uh, but the, the, the Johnny do it all was actually used derogatorily to mean someone has just stretched their talents too thin, say, okay. uh, say the musician who tries acting and doesn't do well or, or vice versa. Maybe right? like somebody keeps jumping around, like they, they, they won't just find a job and stick with it. Right? Exactly. Okay. Exactly. And that does have a negative connotation to it too, because like sure. if, if you just try everything for a month or two, never spend any time getting good at anything, uh, and don't develop your talents anywhere. Sure. You've just become this Johnny do-it-all okay. or this jack-of-all-trades. Okay. But the, the positive spin to it is that a well-versed tradesman in a few different trades has that collective wisdom that is oftentimes better than a master of one single trade. Right. Uh, like Bill Shakespeare here. If he's, if he's doing sets, uh, memorizing lines, giving lines, acting, directing, um, helping with the stage, booking theaters. He's doing well, all of that. I mean, come on. Let's look at history. Okay. Everybody knows who Bill Will, uh, you know, Bill Shakespeare is. Yeah. Nobody knows who this Mr. guy is. Mr. Robert. I already forgot it. I, for, I already forgot Bob name. whatever his name <laughs> is. Like, exactly. Come on. So, uh, yeah. Yeah. That's that's jack of all trades. So, I wouldn't disparage being a, dra- a jack of all trades as long as you're constantly progressing. Sure. We'll say that. But as far as the the phrase itself goes, um, a jack of all trades is a master of none, but oftentimes better than a master of one, used initially to describe Will Shakespeare. Thanks, Bill. Okay. Well, awesome. All right, guys. Uh, Don't forget to hit that like and follow, and then catch us on the next episode. Yes, sir. Thank you.